You can't hear my stomach rumbling. That's good. I just want to let you know we're already recording. That's perfect. That's fine. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And hungry. Well, Chelsea, welcome back. And Corey, thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. I've been super excited. Yeah, he's been asking to do this for a while. I have. Ever since she did it and listened to her podcast, and I was like, oh my God, that's a, it's a great episode. I like the uh, multiple personalities. Um, and, you know, it's just, you know, you get more from it. You know, that's how I... I listen to um, a radio show every morning, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they uh, it just you know it helps me you know get through the day, and it's you know it's funny at sometimes you know, and you know it keeps me up to date with what's going on with the world because God knows I ain't watching the news because it's you know mm-hmm. just about a crazy what they want you to hear all that stuff, um, however way they put it. So I you know I use my. Uh, radio show to listen to that and you know that's why I got big into it when you said you did this and I was like this is awesome this is actually to be a part of it would be fantastic I need to do this like 100% and then you made me jealous when getting my wife on first so yeah. I was like I gotta I gotta jump on I gotta jump on for sure so how long have you guys been married four Oh my! Three, three years. Three years. We've been married three years. Three, yes. Uh, we're coming up on four years this year. Yes, September. I know that September twenty third. Dear God, I hope so. <laughs> this is going to turn into a totally different episode. Uh, it's not. A, I mean, we've been together. We've been together uh, since the beginning of two thousand eighteen. Yes. Um, and we knew each other for about three months, and then got pregnant with Olivia. Her um, fault, by the way. Yeah, completely. So um, then we, that's kind of when we actually started having a real actual relationship. Uh, and then uh, we had Olivia in 2018 at the end, uh, still weren't married, and then got pregnant with our middle one, Weston. Um, and he was born in 2020 in June. And then we found out we were going to Japan and we're like, well, shit, I guess we got to get married. No, I sure didn't. Because I'd been married previously, and I was like, I don't ever want to do this ever again. This sucks. The whole Third time's the charm. Yeah, great time's the charm. So, uh, yeah. We haven't been married too, too long, but we've been together for a while. So Not as much as we would like before we got married. But, you know what, we made it work, and I couldn't imagine, you know, being with somebody else for sure. Oh. Yeah. So cute. Right. Jesus. You're married, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for a while. Yeah, Long 15. Time. Yeah. Going on 16 years. Wow. Any tips? Communicate. Yeah. I think that's the, what we're doing now. Um, I know before we had our struggle. Um, two-year mark? Uh, yeah, two, three-year mark. It was right when we got here is where uh, things had their, you know, little issues. Um, but... We made it work. Um, it, it, it actually had, you know, a good bit to do with um, uh, medication. We couldn't get the medication over here. The the what we what she you know what she needed, um, and I think that kind of hurt her for a while. Um, and I had to deal with the mood swings, and it you know didn't make it better when she got pregnant with our right. second son. Um, and you know, I it was a lot on me, and but we we've been doing a lot better now. Um, and you know, I completely give that to her because she has definitely made us better for sure. Uh, big thing is, is she's working out. She has lost what, like 23 pounds, 20, going on 25 pounds. Ooh, 
Congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Congratulations for getting through it. Yeah. It was rough. Um, And I think, it, you know, every marriage has its ups and downs. It always, you know, it's a waves kind of thing. Like you go through waves of it. And um, I think with us coming to Japan, we're in a brand new country. Our son is, our middle son was not even a year old. He turned a year old in Japan on the night we moved into our house. And then we come here, COVID was huge. So it's not like we could even really enjoy Japan when we first got here. And then not even three months after being here, we got pregnant. It comes in threes for us. Three months of knowing him, boom, there's a baby. Three months moving from North Carolina to California, boom, we got pregnant with my son. And then, boom, three months after moving here, we're pregnant with our yep. youngest one. Mark the tape. We're going to get pregnant. No, we're not. After. No, we are absolutely not. Or no, going with threes. No. So. Three, we're done. Three is we're done. I got it reversed. I got my vasectomy reversed. She doesn't know. No. no. I want my I want another girl. So No. No, no, no. There will be no more babies physically coming out of this body. Yeah, we have been talking about um, adopting, actually. Really? Yeah. I, I've actually, me, uh, I used to, my parents used to do foster care uh, for kids. Um, I didn't realize it because, you know, I was young at the time, young, naive, dumb, doing whatever, playing video games. Um, what they went through, how how much they went through. Like, and you don't really think about that as a, you know, as a 10-year-old. Hmm. You know, you just, sh- the kids show up and you kind of like a little jealous of them because, you know, you see your your parents give them some attention. You're just like, you know, what's going on? Like, why? And then, These kids. Yeah. yeah. But, and, you know, and some of them actually were pretty, pretty messed up in the head and kind of, kind of sucked. Uh, a girl, a uh, big girl, uh, she uh, actually used to beat the crap out of me when I was young. Um, I don't remember how old I was. I don't remember. I, I remember her wailing on me pretty hard. Uh, and that was the last time that she was with us. She had to get after that, of course. But um, we actually almost adopted one for from fostering. Uh, and uh, I think what happened, I really don't know what happened. I was, you know, young. I didn't, my mom would know more, but uh, as far as I know, we were very, very close to adopting him, um, but he had a lot of mental issues. So we were definitely thinking about adopting because it's just, you know, definitely want to open up my, at least my heart. And I know we talked about it. It was a serious conversation we had, um, but, you know, a loving home that, you know, we could definitely help out somebody indeed for sure if, if you know, they were accepting, but... Well, we, you know, it's always a trial and error yeah. and we got to find, you know, the right median, get such situated first. But yeah, the time frame that we're looking at is probably after all of our kids are at least like when our youngest when Ryder is in school, like when, at least when he hits kindergarten. And we've talked about adopting or fostering and then adopting and because uh, he definitely wants another girl for <laughs> sure. Um, he's very particular about that, which is fine. And we don't really care if it's a baby. We don't care if it's a toddler or a 15 year old or, you know, we, we don't have any preference per se. Um, we just want to help, uh, those that need help and we want to love those kids out there that need that love and need that care. Um, but to what I was saying earlier, uh, we had three kids under, four we had three kids under four in the height of covid 
And that made it really, really hard on us because we were both trying to figure out how to parent three kids, um, very little kids. And then it felt like every other week we were out for two weeks because there was a close contact. Um, and I was trying to work and he was working. Um, and there was just a lot of moving parts and something stateside, you know, is, is more common. You know, people have that support system that family member that could drive, come up, whatever. But here in Japan, that that wasn't able to happen because the borders were closed. No one could get in, no one could get out. Um, and it, it was insane. And that, I think, really, really hurt us because we didn't have anyone, you know, that could give us a date night, you know, like come down for a couple of weeks. Like his mom was really, um, has been really involved with our kids and my mom has too. Um, but his mom will come down and spend a couple of weeks with us in California. So Corey and I are able to go and be a couple because three months in our relationship, we had a baby, <laughs> like, or we got pregnant with a baby. So we didn't really, we got what, we got maybe nine months, if that, but I moved to North Carolina in the middle of my pregnancy, so I wasn't even, we weren't even together until Olivia was about eight months. So we weren't able to have that kind of one-on-one relationship with each other. And as our kids have gotten older, and granted, they're still five, almost four, and about to be two, they still need us. Um, but we've, we're still able to do things together, like all the, all the kids have a specific bedtime. No one's waking up in the middle of the night. We're able to get a full night's sleep. And it's those small things that um, make us better people and able to regulate our own emotions, whether it's dealing with our children or dealing with ourselves um, and not snapping at each other because only one of us has had four hours of sleep because we've been up feeding a baby for the last 18 months, you know, so... Yeah. We're finally at a place where our kids are older. Um, they're they're pretty self-sufficient for the most part. I mean, the youngest still obviously needs care and attention, but with two of the oldest being potty trained, they know how to get Pop-Tarts, they know how to get cereal. We keep their water bottles out all the time. They're iPad kids. They love their iPads. I'm not going to... It's like it. hamsters, honestly. <laughs> the water bottle. Huh? Yeah, the water bottle. And we do, it does. Food out. They can get their own food. Yeah, but it's kind of a sweet spot for us, but they still need us, yeah. uh, and they still come to us, but they, they've learned how to play with each other. Um, Aggressively. All, yeah, all three of them will play with each other, though, so that's that's a newer thing, too. WWE. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Throwing yeah. plastic Pokeballs at each other. Just yeet. You gotta catch them all. Yeah, that's what it's like. Charman... Charmander. Charmander. Yeah. So that's what they say. So it feels like we're kind of coming out on the positive side of it because it was, we felt like we were in the trenches, man. It felt, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to last. Like we're going to leave Japan and it, this is, this is rough. So, um, I'm thankful that when Japan finally opened its borders, his mom was able to get out here and we actually took the little first available flight. Yeah, sure. We were able to um, take a little trip, mm-hmm. just the two of us, for a weekend to Okinawa, oh, and, that, yeah. and that was really nice. So that was like the first time we'd been away from all of them. So yeah. it was like actually a whale. Yeah, yeah. legitimately, <laughs> without a child attached to us. So, um, yeah, it, it definitely took us communicating, and honestly, the turning point for me was I started going to the gym. And I know that sounds yeah. I know that sounds crazy, Not but at all. But going it's in her head. Sure. Going to the gym, the endorphins, like running on the treadmill and on the stair mat, you know, just getting that out and just exercising and, and trying to get out all that aggression and all that pinup stuff that I have going on. Yeah. 
like, screw this guy. Because I'm, I'm, I don't think about it when I'm doing it. Yeah, but sure she does. Um, no. The gym's, uh, it has a huge positive effect on your life. Um, both with a dopamine hit, mm-hmm. you know, endorphins, sweating, getting in and out. Your body loves it. Yeah. Then you have a routine. Yep. Which that, your body loves. That's a I, big one. I would also, uh, when you spoke of aggression, just offer words of encouragement for wherever you guys go to next to look into uh, jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Wes yes. do so well with that, too. You know, Q has been trying to get me to go. And I don't know. I think you go with him. Sometimes he goes with uh, Castro, Ryan. The guy who comes down for mm-hmm. action. For Legion, yeah, yeah. He loves it. He's been trying to get me to go for years because yeah, cause I... Uh, uh, he used to be my old KM and more, and uh, yeah, he's been trying to get me to go for a while. Loves it, swears by it. He lost. It changes your life. 30, 30, 30 pounds, and he loves it. Everything, just everything is jujitsu with him, and he, yeah, he just completely. It looks like he's a different person because he probably is. Yeah. It, I actually uh, understand. Oh, hello there. Inside and out, he's probably a different person. Yeah, I. It, I uh. I love participating in jujitsu. I'm just back to being able to participate in jujitsu uh, from my my recent injuries. Not jujitsu related, but it changes the way that you see the world mm. and how you make decisions. It makes you think more about the outcomes of whatever you're doing. And if you do have that aggression and then the desire to sweat and it's so much fun so working out keeping your regular routine and then having a schedule of where you get to go learn something new uh something to that affects the way that you think but also the way kind of how you live your life and perceive situations it it makes you look at everything differently both from a self-preservation point of view and then the I need to think about this before making this decision Mm. Uh, Silas has a really elegant way of portraying it on uh, this is episode 10 but on episode 7 labeled jujitsu on there it was a really cool talk Mm. but again I just really want to encourage you to if if the gym helped you as it did me yeah and my wife and I's relationship, I can only express how I would encourage jujitsu as well. Because it, it is a perspective shifting hmm. thing to get into. Does your wife do jujitsu? She does not. Okay, okay. She's concerned that gym or and jujitsu will make her like muscle bound. Mm-hmm. So that's not. It's, it must does, be smaller. Must be smaller. Yeah, but not muscular. Cannot be jacked. No, it's yeah. it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think I've ever seen like any like big big muscle like jujitsu guys. It's usually like not like anything lean, really. lean. Yes, yeah, like more like, lean. Like it's more of a cardio, like a, yeah. uh, what is it, anaerobic? I mean, cardiovascular, anaerobic type. So I understand what you're saying. Yeah. There, there, there's different weight classes. There are some extremely extremely jacked people oh really jujitsu wow um if i had started jujitsu earlier in my life maybe i would have been one of those 
Do you know the uh, the fit to fat to fit guy? Mm. And he's been fit, a personal trainer his whole life. Everyone says, you have no idea. You've never been fat. Mm. So he documents himself becoming obese wow. and then becoming fit again. Really? If you haven't, it's, it's rather funny. But I'm, I'm like the same guy that did the McDonald's thing. The super size me thing? No, no, no. Extreme. You, I don't have video and we're in a portable setup, so I can't show it. But fit to fat to fit. Hmm. I'm I'm the polar opposite of that. Fat to fit to fat. And I'm trying to get back to fit. So, you know. Yeah, that hits home. Maybe, it, maybe it goes in threes for me as well. I don't know. Yeah. Choreos is like Ooh. fat and then like deployment fit. Mm. And, you know, no one can keep up with that. I, I think that's just like deployment fit is completely different than everyday life fit. I, because the, you, you're you not doing anything. I'm like, really, what do you have to do besides eat, sleep, and work out? That's it. So I think that you're on the right path, and you're getting yeah. ready to go to school and yeah. be away for two and a half months. For two and a half months. Free. Nothing to do. Not bringing my Xbox for this reason. No. I've already lost for 16 pounds, 14 pounds, something like that. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. And if I walk to work. That's my biggest thing. I walk two and a half miles to work. That's I, I'm, I live pretty close, so I just start walking. I'm just power walking. Just you see me with this big bag on, just power walking down the street. Mm-hmm. People say they see me walking. Just like, what are you doing? I've seen you walking. Yeah. Have you really? I really have. Oh, my God. I, yeah, so, I walk all the time. Yeah. I do want to get back to walking because that's something I do Saturday. Well, we used to do it every day, but it's really cold. Mm-hmm. So not everybody wants to go out, but I dedicate a day to going for a hike or a walk because Japan's just a magical place to be. And I video call, FaceTime uh, a close friend or a family member every time and we Mm -hmm. talk during the walk and I have the camera facing outward so they can see all the crazy little streets and stairs and mountain views. And so I do that. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. We uh we had um my car used to have the um uh camera recording the dash camera stuff. yes yeah. yeah and then I would send it to my buddies and they're like this is what I see on the day they're like that is insane I was they're like how do you drive with those small roads I was like you make it work I mean no for sure yeah everyone everyone knows I mean you're in a country that they you know know and built and you know they all know like only one car can fit so they have to stop and pull off here and they have the mirrors up to you have to pay attention to the mirrors i think it's funny yeah it's crazy unless you get hit you get hit and a lot of people do so but you know you got to be smart about it yeah if i could go back to you going for two months for school and then Mm. but before that to uh your trip to okinawa so you guys have been together Mm. with the kids the entire time Yes. Yeah. And then when you went on your trip to Okinawa mm-hmm. for two weeks, being the uh, first time two days. Oh, we went for yeah, the weekend. Just two days. Yeah, it was literally. I like two weeks better. But we went. Anyway. Maybe my question is still the same, though. So the two days mm-hmm. being separated from your kids for the first time, was there withdrawals? Was there like clinginess? Did it have any? Absolutely not. Look, to me, for was... me, it was mom guilt, you know, typical, like, I feel bad because we have three kids, yeah. and to put that on one person, yeah. 
is a lot. Granted, our mother, you know, my mother-in-law couldn't leave. Like, she couldn't drive or go anywhere or do anything. Um, so on top of, like, I feel bad. I'm fine. Yeah, they're yeah. all stuck in the house. And, yeah. You know, it was colder. It was in December when she was here. She was, um, mm-hmm. so when we went to Okinawa, it was, um, it was, it was kind of, um, kind of a shock almost. Like, it, it's quiet. It's a little too quiet, but like we we actually got to explore. Yeah, we actually yeah. got to go eat at different places. Like we went to Blue Seal, the ice cream place. It was, so nice. Special. it was nice to go to an ice cream shop without three kids yelling at you about what ice cream they want, and like they don't like this flavor. And there's a lot of flavors there too. Yeah, yes. the history behind Blue Seal is really cool. Oh, really? Yeah, I know it was originated in Okinawa. It's and so good. Yeah, it's, it's just so good. It's, yeah. And then they sell the little containers at the next. This salted cookie or the cookie, which here? Yeah. Yeah, they sell it the next, yeah. They, they have a contract there, guess whatever. I go to uh, an Okinawan taco rice place. Mm. What? Here. And uh, they have blue seal. So I get done eating my Okinawan right. style taco rice, and then I eat. My Okinawan style dessert. Now, blue where seal. is that? There's places. Is it the that... place in the Ginza? I know it. No, but uh, it's cl- it's somewhat close. I can drop you a pin. Mm. I'll actually probably link it on the in the episode description Perfect. for anybody who wants this. Oh, yeah. but it's a really cool place. Really tiny. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Delicious. It sounds like we and you know that's a problem that we have. You can bring your kids too. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. You know, that's a lot of problems that we have with the you know the Japanese restaurants. They're small. So taking three small kids that want to run around and play, it's kind of hard to do when, you know, they try to fit us into places and then we just like, we feel uncomfortable. We're, we feel like we be, we're being judged by them. I mean, I don't care. It's damned if you do or damned if you don't, honestly, because I, we get judged regardless because it's like, oh, we bring the iPad. So boom, someone's staring at us because all three of our children have iPads. But if we don't have the iPads... My son's ADHD is going to kick into high gear and he is going to destroy that restaurant. He's going to fucking care. He's going to knock things down. Ryder's going to start yelling and screaming and singing out loud to himself. So it's just kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. And we have been refused service before out here. Mm. And uh, Fukuoka. Really? Mm-hmm. We because went. of that or they just came outside and gave you the X and said no? No, we were sitting down inside of the restaurant and mm-hmm. they just avoided our table. Oh, yeah. yeah. So refused service or forgot yeah. you were there? No, they were staring at making eye contact with us and then just didn't remember. It's the Italian place. Yeah, the... they sat us down and then just completely ignored us. We were there for 20 minutes and we had the menu. We did not have the menu. So we put it down for a reason. Like, I was like, don't pick it up. Yeah, we're like, you know, Simison, like trying to get their attention. Not a single. I think they were all. Contact with yeah. us and everything. That has to be one of the first times I've ever heard that. Yeah. Really? I was going to talk about the judgmental side of things, mm. which is a point that I was waiting to bring up. But mm. the being refused service that to the way that at least that you saw it, it's, it's pretty intense. Well, so were they Italians or were they Japanese? Japanese. But so my thing is, is that I don't know if they spoke English or were comfortable speaking. You know, they were. It concerned. could be that. You know, yeah. it couldn't. It might not have been our kids and what they were doing, but it could have been. Um, you know, they don't really want to try to speak English or help us. But yeah, I remember. I was trying to think when you brought it up. I was like, 
I was like, oh, she's crazy. That's <laughs> not mom. But then I was like, I oh, remember yeah. it vividly. Yeah, she holds grudges. If you couldn't tell, I'm not. I just, I just do some things like that. Just stick out in my head. I just that's that's some of the stuff that sticks out to me because that's the only time we've really ever mm-hmm. run into it. Most of the time, people are always like, "Yeah, bring, come on, come on in, like bring your kids, like you know." Oh yeah, because they're blonde little babies, so they love course, yeah. touching them, mm-hmm. looking at their hair. I get a lot of their No one, no one knows that experience till they're here. Yeah. Like a blonde child and. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, it. Yeah, I call them blue white dragons. Yeah, there's nothing cooler in Japan than blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we got two boys like that, and Olivia's got brown eyes and blonde hair, so she's a oddity in herself. Um, the. Uh, please continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're good. I, I I don't. We get judged, on base and off base, with the kids. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 funny because. Some people are like, oh, I could never, I could never sit my kids up at a table with iPads. And we're like, we could never not do it. Yeah. And then you hear so much, you, I mean, you hear like Gen Z all over freaking TikTok and Facebook. And I always like, these iPad kids, these iPad kids. Like, well, you're the only one that. The thing is, is in, in America, we, we, we have it flip flopped from how it is in Japan. And I have to correct myself quite often but as an american in japan i assign american tendencies realities experiences mm. and i would think that they're judging but when you try to stop the kids from in personal experience stop them from screaming or crying or doing something that they're enjoying because you think it's something that would make you be judged or talked to that's the part they judge you about they stare at you because you're trying to stop a kid from being a kid mm-hmm. and when you're on base i do understand mm-hmm. because they are american mm-hmm. but i i think i've been judged more for stopping them being children than them being children and that took me many many years out here to, to realize my wife just being like stop Stop! Stop! Stopping them! Yeah, yeah. just like everyone's staring at you. Stopping them, not them yeah, being them. Yeah, and then like road signs, even if it's in bold or red, uh, for like advertisements. Mm-hmm. Like I was just, just talking to my wife yesterday. On the back of the bus, there's uh, like a car, and a little voice bubble, and they're saying something. Mm-hmm. And then the bus driver has a little comic bubble of what they're saying back and then it has stuff in red and my brain naturally went to that person's yelling or saying something or getting in the way of the bus driver who's trying to come over mm. and it's like don't be that person mm-hmm. as an american that's what a sign would be don't yep. don't cut off bus drivers or wh- whatever if it was on the back of the bus and it took me a moment i was like that guy's saying go ahead and the other guy's saying thank you Mm-hmm. <laughs> complete and, opposite of what you right which i i just found natural and i was like hey babe does that say go ahead or which would be dozo mm-hmm. yeah and she's of, of course it does he's saying dozo he's saying thank you very much arigato gozaimasu and then buses merging into traffic what did you think 
Naturally, it has red, it has bold, yeah. it has voice bubbles. It's saying, don't yeah. be an ass. Yeah. And cut off bus drivers. And I had to stop myself and think about it. And that's why I asked you. And we had a whole discussion about the way that you oh, oh my, the way that you think advertisements being in a negative mm -hmm. pr basically promotes you to do negative things, right? Right. Why would we advertise negative things? We would advertise positive things mm -hmm. and going back and forth about how advertisements in general work or how commercials would go. Even, even in the States with like medicine, all these horrible things that you must have, right? Mm -hmm. Go see here. And you thinking that they're judging you or being negative. I think as Americans, we just because the life that we've lived have a a natural thought process to think that way. And it's just the polar opposite in Japan. Why would they advertise something negative? Right. Of course they're saying, oh, have a wonderful day. Please go ahead. Yeah. So polite. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there are restaurants here like at Coco Curry. Like you get a kid's meal and they give you a freaking coin. To go and see the little toy machine. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It's so cool. That part I really, I really like is that when you get kids meals and stuff like that, they they kind of go the extra mile. Like, oh, your your stuff already comes with little jelly desserts. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have to do anything, and it comes with a juice. Like you go to the states and you or you go to Chili's and order a kids meal, and they're like, oh, here's your kids meal. It's just smaller than the regular yeah. meal. <laughs> That's all you get. Yeah. Can I get some crayons? Yeah, please. Can I get a grand? No, no, no. The, the dual sided that just break easily when you press on it. But I think we uh, we're excited to leave for sure. We leave in nine days, eight days now because I don't count this day. It's almost over. Nine days. Yeah. Nine days, not counting today. We were at ten. Yesterday was eleven. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're excited to leave. But I told her, I told, I told her this multiple times. I was like. We're so excited to leave because we have a nice house. We have a very nice location. Um, the only part that we're really having issues is getting kids childcare. Um, yeah. And uh, and uh, so just, just trying to make sure that we have everything set up. And uh, we pretty much got everything, but you, you made me forget where I was going. <laughs> Sorry. You're excited to leave. Yeah, it's coming very soon, but you were just telling her. Oh, yes. that We're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. We're going to miss a lot of things in Japan. And I think the biggest thing for us is the safety. Oh, for sure. 100% safety that I have complete confidence that my kids won't get gunned down in the street or even beat up by other kids or anything. I mean, it's just I would feel 100% comfortable with my five-year-old daughter walking to school from our house. Even though, you know, I know it's far away, I would never, you know, allow it. But I would feel confident that no one would hurt her. No one would touch her. No one would call random names to a five-year-old little girl. That in the States, you'll never find that. Ever. Have you ever seen the show Old Enough? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, we love that show. I bet. We've showed everyone who will watch it. Yes. The two-year-old little two-year-old going grocery shopping like, and getting all the stuff. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Ryder might be able to do it. He's so stinking cute. Yeah. Someone would snatch him up, though. Yeah. Like, do you need him? Yeah. Blonde little kids are like, where's your parents? Huh? Good. Bye. Well, they probably would because American kids, they probably don't usually see them alone very often. Be worried. 
Yeah. 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 But yeah, old enough. Love the show. If you guys haven't seen it, like, please. It's on American Netflix now. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I think that's how we watched it. Yeah, with the English, you know. Yeah, yeah, with the English subtitles. Yeah, because we had the English subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, old enough. It's funny. It's so wholesome. The it kid is. picking up the fish and he's dropping. Oh, that episode. Yeah, exactly. That episode was the funniest one. And he's just getting, he doesn't want to touch the fish and he's picking them. Like being so sick. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. Uh, and the sister is just like, like the one with the brother and the sister go and the sister is younger. She's like, Come on, you can do it. Let's go. And then she's like, oh, now I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah, no. She's cheering him on. She's like, oh, now I'm tired. Yeah. That's and our kids. You know, what's funny is that they, the way that they have the cameras like hidden, yeah. like with coolers or briefcases, it's just the funniest thing. Like the kids won't know, like, you know, yeah. it's, they don't notice that. It's so funny and love. But the, but yeah, they're still making them safe. Like they're still, like, oh, yeah. you know, the, the safe in your eye. Right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, that is amazing. You know, Americans would be like, yeah, you know, we want to see this kid get hit. You know, like, Jesus. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. MTV right there. No, they would just leave them. Yeah. It, uh, it's interesting, too, if you get to watch the Japanese ones. Mm. Obviously, it's a Japanese show, but I mean without the subtitles. And the, the show's been going for so long that people grow up. You can hear a hawk in the background. And the kids grow up, get married, yeah. have kids, you know, and then their children go on the show. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, I know we saw one that the one of them had grown up, and they showed like the kid grown up. Yes, um, and they were like, he still doesn't like to pick up fish or something. Yeah, we have we haven't we haven't seen that show in a while, but we used to we used to tell them like, if you ever wanted to know how safe Japan is, watch, watch old show. enough. Yeah, watch that show. Okay. That is, and it, like that is the definition of how safe this, you know, this country Maybe. is. Crazy. Um, you were saying that you don't like pets, but yeah, yeah we're yeah. sitting at the, you know, MWD kennels. Uh, and so it, it just, you know, does it bring up way to shotgun me? Any, uh, memories here? So, off mic. No, it's not about memories. So we were talking about it off mic mm -hmm. and in this day and age, mm -hmm. I mean, it's 2024. I'm not even going to get into the things that people are arguing over. Oh, yeah. Which comes from the fact that we are not in the time or the day and age where you need the cat to catch the mice mm. to keep mm. the disease out of your home or yeah. out of your food supply, you know, destroying your property. You don't need the livestock guard animal to keep your ducks and chickens and everything safe. Yeah. And moving frequently with pets and especially internationally mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just the absolute struggle that it is to to move with animals the price tag but then these i hate saying these people we're just gonna go with these people <laughs> the ones who have good intentions they mm -hmm. want the white picket fence and mm -hmm. the dog let's call it a golden retriever to paint a picture and they have their you know, husband and wife and the kids, yeah. and the, the loyal, loving companion, and it's the dream. We all, we all that are raised good. and sold on that. Mm -hmm. But people, 
they don't train their animals. Mm. You have these unbelievably aggressive pets mm. that feed off of people's negative energy or the energy. I mean, people who don't know how to train. I mean, you know how to train a, a dog more Somewhat. than myself. Somewhat. But our dog is not trained. Uh, well, then dogs just go into the worst dogs. Not so, gonna lie. I my dog, uh, his name is Cappy. Cappy. <laughs> He's a chocolate lab, <laughs> which I have the benefit of being, you know, a very smart dog breed. Mm -hmm. right? Yes, well, I'm, I'm a huge, huge advocate for labs as working dogs for sure. We we uh, that was my last dog. She was a war hero. Um, she um did uh she was an idd dog so improvised detection dog all off leash she used to be with the marines um and then basically they had an influx of the dogs and then they would they actually the navy actually bought them it was a whole um big deal that they uh had so many dogs and is this in lamar no 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 this was uh sometime in 2015 i forget who it was some contracted company 300 dogs in this warehouse just there for weeks, weeks on end, just in cage in their own feces. I, I don't remember how long. Yeah. It was insane. And it was a huge new news story. And the Navy ended up buying them to get good PR. Those dogs were phenomenal, phenomenal dogs. Um, but I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. We just, you know, but we used to, she was a black lab and she was our, she was our, she was our girl. That was my, that was my number one favorite dog that I will ever have. Unfortunately, she had cancer, um, like most dog work, working dogs get. Uh, they get cancer and they end up passing. Um, we adopted her out of Groton, out of Connecticut. Young, and then my uh, first kettle. Yeah. We, we moved her. We actually, fun fact, we adopted her on April twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. It was the same morning I found out I was pregnant with Olivia. Wow. The fun day. morning. We, uh, fun, fun. At 5 a.m., hey, I'm pregnant. 10 a.m., her retirement ceremony. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, she uh, we adopted her the same day, uh, and we had her here, had her in California. We found out she had cancer, which started a, as a small spot in her paw. And then um, we decided that we were going to bring her to Japan with us just so she could pass away with us and not die in the states without us because we knew that was where it was going yeah um and we brought her here and they said okay well we can amputate her leg and um but they can't there's no guarantee because the cancer's probably already spread to the rest of her body and she would not have made a good three-legged dog because she had already had surgery bad, bad hips that's why she was retired out of the navy because of bad hips and she had already had surgery on a torn acl not to mention the chemotherapy that yeah they wouldn't like do chemo they wouldn't do dollars per session yeah one, out here month or something like that it mm -hmm. was converted to like five grand out here so it was insane. um yeah and uh then they wouldn't put her down so we ended up having to get her put down with the vet like when she got to the point where she couldn't really move that much and we there's wood floors in japan so they're slipping all she was slipping all over the place and it was breaking our heart to watch her suffer um so yeah we we brought her out here and she was a fantastic dog and the kids loved her the kids still talk about her even though they were small when they met her and she and loved them because they would feed she they would feed her and she got all super, the scraps. Super, yeah, super fat. <laughs> she she loved it. She used to be. She was always a big girl, but she would do push-ups in the kennel. She had like the biggest, the biggest chest of any lab I saw because mm -hmm. she would just push, 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 push. 
I'm like, damn, girl, like, you're a lady. You're not supposed to be, you know, like, looking like a muscle memory. Yeah. yeah. Because we had a, we had a, um, we had a, uh, a dog, Max, was, you know, typical lab name. You're Max. Yeah, yeah, Max. And uh, he actually had actual live finds out in um, Iraq, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple finds. I don't know how many. The Marines just told us a very small story of him, but he actually had finds out there. But that dog was small compared to Scant, and she would bust anything in to get both of them to get together, and then she would just roll on top of them. He would just be like, little baby. But pretty funny. But yeah, continue, please, with Happy. Hopefully, it's a better story and not as sad. (laughs) But labs, we're all pro lab. Yes. We want another one. Yes. I I think he's working towards a sad story, but he's not there yet. So when we were in Guam, there is only one airline that flies in and out or at the time. Really? Yeah. And they were not allowing pets anymore. You know, I think I know that because that's why the military, the military will not retire dogs out of Guam. They have to actually swap the dogs with our dogs in Japan every time they get around seven years old. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I somewhat knew that because that's how we had to do it because they will not retire dogs out of Guam. We get that's why actually we have Kiwi over there. She was from Guam that they had to swallow when the Igor. So interesting enough, but yeah, please. So we ended up. My my parents were gracious and mm-hmm. to accept the 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 dog Cappy, and he's been living with them for six years. Oh, but wow. he's unbelievably well trained. Not saying anything. And uh Did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And our dog's like potty trained. Yeah, no, like you know, like a tap on the leg and he runs over and comes next to your leg. You want to be in dog sense? No. <laughs> nope. I honestly I'd love to, but mm. I I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it's, it. it's just it's time. Yeah. And a chapter in my life closing. No. And opening a new one, and I'm super excited to not be this. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, happy. What if you make it where you stay? No. Really? Well, good for you. I really really crazy saying that in public and on air, but it's... No. It's time. So, the way I see... Oh, oh my. I look for... We're we're changing subjects. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. While we were there... uh, I hope that Tony listens to this episode because he was one of the I love him people that is uh, going to be a regular. Yep, and encouraged me to do this. Yes, and we're waiting for his pack out to be there, and he should be some sort of a regular. Really, on the show, yeah. But now, you can do this remotely. Yes, this setup. Uh, I we would can do. love to be a regular if I could get uh, absolutely. I would love to talk into the mic. I, I feel like I'm too loud. I'm sorry, but I You're would love. I would. I would love I to have be. The, the gain all adjusted for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like to move back. I feel like I'm, you know. But I would love to be. Yeah, for sure. Percent. Uh, talk about. I just love getting to talk there. Yeah. So. I knew that it was time regardless, <laughs> but he broke it down in a really interesting way, and I use his quote. I have to explain it, but I use his quote every every day, if mm-hmm. not since, which is, 
every day you work past 20, you're working for half pay. Okay. Yep. I get that. So if you have a high three contract, you're receiving your paycheck. Mm. If you're at home eating Doritos, doing absolutely nothing, breathing for, you know, your 20 years of sacrifice. But if you keep going, your paycheck stays the same. Yeah. So why? Like, what am I doing? Yeah, you know, like, like there's no... Start your life. There's no bonus. There's no initiative. There's no extras to stay. There's no gold at the end of the rainbow. 100%. So the, goal for, the gold at the end of the rainbow for me is, is a return on investment. So I view my time now with it mm-hmm. coming to a close as 20 years of investing mm-hmm. in my family and myself and lots of sacrifice and long nights and deployments and well, I'm not going to go there on this episode, but you know, a lot. And 20 is the mark. I'm, I'm going to be forced to go over, but 20 is the mark. And when I get there, I will start receiving my dividend payment mm-hmm. for my years of investing mm. and my monthly dividend payment will start. And if I stay in, it doesn't. I could go do anything else. Mm-hmm. I could I could scrub toilets. Yes. Happily. Yes. And get paid to scrub the toilets. Absolutely. And get my dividend payment. On so, top of that, your VA claim. Yeah. So I I view staying in over twenty as as a you're working for half pay. That's an interesting take and I like it. So thank you. Uh it's just, it's just time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happens. I, 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 uh, yeah, I agree. respect that a lot, actually. Like that's, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I'm getting out, you know, no matter what. And then, and then they don't. They, yeah. Take, and Look. Sean, you know, Sean's the perfect example of that. And, you know, he literally was like, I'm getting out no matter what. I don't care. Yeah. Look at what you're doing now. Boom. Yeah. Boom. There you go. I feel like they wait for most people. Oh, I uh, fully believe it. It, uh, and I don't know what to go into right now or how safe <laughs> comments are. Safe space, safe space. Oh no, I'm saying it on mic. I know. Just getting posted to the internet. But sue me. Hey, I'll talk to you all about yeah, my stuff because I'm done. You can't find medical care for people out in town. You have, you know, little girls dying out there because you can't find care out in Japan because you don't have the thing. But you know. Yeah, I I could talk about medical. We'd have to bring Cam in. Yeah, we'd have to oh. bring Cam in. It'd have to be another episode. We're already running short on time for you. Are we really? Yeah. Wow. I love but. this. This is this is literally a dream of mine, and I want you to know that I'm super grateful for you having me as a absolutely. Not. Thank yeah. you so much for. I'm being sorry, here. I suck with the mic, but I'm, I'm no better. better. Um, no, I knew at eight. I well, I I knew at six. I knew at six years that it wasn't for me. I did eight years and I was like, I honestly, once I jumped from six active into the reserves and I did the rest of my retirement in the reserves, I was like, why did I not do this to start with? Because I loved the reserves. I forced her though. He, you forced me out of the reserves because we were moving here and he didn't like both of us being in, you know, and that's something we talked about beforehand. And I, I, I liked the reserves because I still felt like 
when I joined, I, I, I felt like I was doing, you know, my civic duty. Like, you know, yes, did it give me a paycheck and so I could stop eating ketchup packets and struggling to get by? Because that was my life. I was working at a cashier job at Lowe's and it was for lunch, I was eating ketchup packets because I could only afford <laughs> freaking uh, those little green white trash like 88 cents that you'd get like little freezer meals yeah and yeah and it was either that or not pay my car insurance and i needed my car to get from place a to place b to go to work so yeah. you know and i'd already learned my lesson the hard way to not have car insurance so um yeah all my other bills from college and everything i mean that it, all those things that fell into place were my fault but you know my doing um so yeah, I joined the joined and was like, okay, this is a paycheck. This is something you know I could actually start living. I can survive. And then oh, absolutely. I get into it, and I'm like, in the first four years, I'm like, okay, I you know, back in 2013, things weren't as um, awesome. <laughs> you know, mental health was worse <laughs> back then. I don't think it's gotten you know too too much better, but still, um, there's a lot more being put out in the world about what women go through and not to say that men don't go through it too but what women go through in the military especially yes um and especially those of us that were stuck at our first duty station in the middle of nowhere with limited resources yeah so i knew at four years i was like i don't want to do this and i kind of got i got forced into or talked into um finishing out my time and when I hit six and then I was like, my active duty contract is over. I do not want to do this anymore. This sucks. You suck. You guys suck. Everything about this sucks. You don't. And I was just very disgruntled and I got in the reserves and it was like a whole new thing. And like I said, the only reason we got out or the reason I got out from the reserves is because um, we moved to Japan and the reserve unit would have been out of Guam. And I was just I wasn't there anymore. I had two kids. And I didn't yeah. want to go to, I mean, I would, if I could go back and change it, I would go back and go to Guam for two weeks because, because Guam, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, in that, I wasn't in that headspace when I got out and I was like, you know, I don't, when I got out, I was like, I never have to do a PRT again. I don't yeah. have to follow these ridiculous weight standards or hair standards or, you know, whatever. What the eagle opportunity? That's still a thing out here. Yeah, so I, I, that's that I knew it's I don't know it's just like something in you. Oh, it's not like it necessarily clicks, but something in you tells you if this, if it's this, my time. yes, if it doesn't meet this for me, I am getting nothing in yeah. return. There is, there is not. Did I get my GI bill? Yes. Did it pay for me to go and get my associates in psychology? Yes. Am I grateful for that? Yes. But guess what? I worked for it. I earned it. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't something that was just given to me. I earned it. I was suffered. And went through so much trauma from the time that I spent in that, you know, did it lead me to, to Corey? Absolutely. If it wasn't for the freaking Navy, then I would have never met him and never would have had my children. But I earned you. <laughs> I, I, just from your story and looking back at my own and knowing what it's like to come from nothing, I people, when they get to that point where... They're ready. E. I totally get, and people get salty. Yeah, but to to bring it back into a positive side too, the I wouldn't be who I am 
without my time in service, I wouldn't, I, I, could, I would either be dead yeah. or still homeless or mm. being happy for the ketchup packets, as I'm sure you were, and the 88 cents meals. Man, I used to steal them from Burger King all the time on my way home. I, I'm grateful for the time that I've had and the people I've met mm. and the man that I've become. And I, I don't know, I feel love is, you know, destiny either way. And I had a passion for Japan. So maybe there was a way that I would have met my spouse, but same with you saying you wouldn't meet your husband without yeah. having been in. I wouldn't have met my wife. She's and, Japanese, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. And I am happy for every day that I'm here, I'm happy or try to find something positive. I wake up every day happy, want to make the world a better place. Mm. My goal in life, which I think you've heard me say before, is to to make a positive impact in someone's life every day. If I can do one. You did one today. <laughs> I can tell you that. I'm super happy. Hell yeah. But, and I don't know if I would have been that person. It's definitely without a shadow of a doubt I'm I'm ready to to turn the page, mm, yeah, and go on and to do a different thing and right. move into the next chapter of my life. And yeah, we, I mean, we can talk about either on a different episode or offline all the time. I mean, we anybody can talk about negative, yes. And there's been a lot of negative experiences, yes, for me, for you. I see you holding a lot back, but there's. <laughs> With it being short on time and just wanting to, right. you know, be ending on a positive note. It's really, it's about the journey. It's not the the place at that time. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, what made you, you. Yeah. And I'm very grateful, but I'm also very done. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. I had to turn that chapter, but very, very grateful. I think I'll find more gratefulness once I've healed from the trauma. For sure. I mean, that would be the first yes. And I'm just, I'm just not there yet. Um, yeah. And I think that's... No one has to be. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There, I've pulled positive things from it. Like I said, I have him and I have the way that I look at the world and the way that I communicate with people. And I never would have gone into psychology if I hadn't because yeah. meeting so many different people and, you know standing watch with someone for 12 hours in the middle of the night will tell you a whole lot about a person. Isn't that true? <laughs> so yeah. learning about, and that made me more curious as to how people think, and that got me where I am. So, And now even in the job that I'm in, I mean, if it wasn't never what, I, yeah, what I used to do, they never would have spotted my resume and never would have called me and be like, hey, you want to work in this job? Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't think, once I get past all of the trauma and all of the stuff that, I'm still healing from because I think the worst part about healing is nothing has changed because mm. there are people that are still going through the things, same, same things that I went through. And, um, I don't, I'm I, not trying to take away from your healing. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I just, I personally don't think that we should be segregated military, but that's just, that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other topic. Um, I'm grateful for the Navy. Honestly, I've, but I've gotten everything that I wanted, yeah. to be honest. I mean, I didn't 
get in first class in the uh, timing manner that I wanted, but I'm sitting here now, and I, I you can tell, I was literally crying when I found out, because I didn't, I was literally I going felt like he was lying to me when he called me, because he's a, he's a jokester. Yeah, go ahead, finish that sentence. Go ahead, finish that He's finish. a jokester. And he was like, and when he called me and he told me, and I was like, you're lying. Don't lie to me. That's rude. Come on. Like, seriously, don't lie to me. That's rude. With my emotion. Like, seriously. Well, I didn't He's like, no. Call. He's like, I swear on our children. I swear remember, on our I was literally in the process of looking at other jobs. We were. Getting other things, getting situated. And and then I get a call from Kevin. And it's uh, Seko. And he's like, and my one congratulations. I was like, no fucking way. Right. I literally burst it out and, you know, Jacob is looking at me like, what the, what, what are you doing, dude? Like, I'm like, like tearing up and like, I'm like, I was like, shut up, dude. Just shut up. I was like, don't, 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 uh, don't ruin, don't ruin this for me. Feeling. Don't ruin yeah. this for me. And Sego just starts laughing because I guess he had him on speakerphone because I could hear everyone else laughing because, yeah. you know, it was, you know, but, uh, you know, I didn't think so it was going to get where I was at, you know. Yeah, we were planning on him getting out. Like, we were already in the process of trying to find jobs in Florida, like, moving there, how we were going to transition from here to there. Like, we were already looking at all that. And then he calls me, and he's like, I picked up. And I was like, you're lying. You're a lying sack of shit. <laughs> My exact words. Toxic. To- Even but- though I only say I love you. <laughs> I think that's a topic for another time. Oh, man. You could do... Uh- entire season people don't want to do escape rooms with us oh. that tells you anything i've never done an escape room oh you would love it it I will test your marriage i mean <laughs> yeah i think you would actually love it you know just you know the puzzles the yeah chess pieces yeah everything else yes it we was... just spent the whole time yelling at each other and, and everyone's everyone like thought, <laughs> everyone thought we were mad at each other i'm like no this is just the way that we talk to each other what we are you just... stupid don't press that button here it was so and, bad yeah <laughs> when people hear us in like a different environment that like like freaking rt and all them they and carmel they laugh at us and they're like this is how you guys talk to each other. Like, yeah, this is how we talk to each other. We're not all lovey. Like, <laughs> no, that's fake that's, fish. That's, kind of fake news. That's yeah. It's interesting because I was intending to bring it back to communication <laughs> for the end, but <laughs> oh, nobody's going to say. Oh, yeah, we can. You're not in your typical yeah. uh, style, I guess. Like, hmm. if I'm doing something or he's doing something that's stupid, we're going to be like, "That's stupid. Don't do that." Like, are you stupid? Why are you doing that? And sometimes, depending on where we are, uh, at least for me, um, how stimulated I already overstimulated I am that day. Time of the jokes month is a major factor. And his time of the month is a major factor. His jokes can go one way or the other. It can either go, "Why the hell would you say something like that to me?" And this could be any time of the day and time of the month because if the kids have overstimulated me and I've got ADHD, so my Simulations are already at three fourths full, so I got about a fourth that I can work with throughout the day. Uh, if I haven't been to the gym, uh, so sometimes what he thinks is funny, I don't think is funny, uh, and I will either snap at him and be like, "Don't ever can say that to me again," or I can't wait to leave you. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> that one, yeah. It, like I said, it, it could go either way, and this is why people say that we're toxic. But we also come back. We also, she comes back. I know. Yeah, I, I love him. <laughs> it always comes back to like, hey, 
I'm over and this is what we've worked on and that in the communication and that was the biggest thing it's just like you know like hey you you cross a line you know like and I'm like okay I understand that and you know I know I'm not the, I'm a you know I'm a dick I'm I know that but she knew that from the start yeah she knew that from the I told his, her, his mom up. told me you can't you can't fix something if you don't know that there's something wrong oh yeah that one it's it's very important in my experience to yeah. have a you have to know mm-hmm. that you're doing something that bothers the other person. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's the right way or the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know. There's no right or wrong. It's like, can you just not? Like, that's my response. I'm like, can you not? It, wh- whatever it is, as long as you're able to communicate that this is something that bothers me. Mm-hmm. It's not like this bothered me. I'm over. Even though. You guys might say that. I know you mm-hmm. from, clearly from example that you don't mean it. My point is, is <laughs> hey, I take responsibility you know, the, for it. This, this is not something that I'm okay with. And then you're able to to adjust. Yes, and and make it better. Yeah, it's and, a really and the way that part. and the way that you said it, the way that you came across just now, is, I just want to make it clear that not everyone's marriage sounds like how you just sounded. Because sometimes I feel like. If you you don't feel like you're properly communicating with your spouse, or you're not doing it right. If it sounds the, if it doesn't sound the way that you sounded, and that's because you're sitting here and you're calm, like you're you know have a yeah. clear head. You are a calm guy. Yeah, Ooh. but but really, I would love to. That's see a whole clap. I only see you like. Yeah, well, my my, my life is well, I do, mm, <laughs> to say super happy. I that's a, I wouldn't a say it's, it's words of encouragement. Like I don't. There's enough negativity in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would I add to it? Yep. Yep. And if me actually or not actually being happy to see you, but giving you the, hey, wow, great to see you. How have you been knowing things, being able to be there? That can be a turning point. I might not know that I made a positive impact in someone's life, but maybe they were on that edge. I don't want to get emotional, but at that point... Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been countless stories, especially in law enforcement, right? Yeah, where people have been pulled over by two cops and one got shot and one didn't. Yes, and they've been asked, and it's, well, he was an asshole, mm. and that person was really nice to me. You know, it. it I'm not saying it having anything to do in law enforcement. I'm just saying documented cases of people going oh, yeah. over the line. Yes, and if me being happy to see you, and just sending out as much positivity as mm-hmm. possible can make that difference. I'm I'm gonna be there, you know. You say you know a lot, and now I'm saying you know. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone that you know that talks about you, at least in security, like you know, and then I always like to say this: like if I know, like everyone says that you're a good dude, it's legit. Like you know, like everyone I talk to says no problems with you, you know. Uh, to me, from my point of view, you know, make me emotional. Yeah, I'm serious. Like it's 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 a serious thing. Like it's it's um, you you have you know helped people when they needed it for sure. Mm-hmm. And Noah's your biggest one. You know, I think he he looks up to you. I, at least that's what he told me. Little baby, yeah, little baby Noah. You know, and just you know, people from section when you used to be you know in section. You know, they, they were like, oh, we'd love to work for him again. It's crazy. Yeah. 
and say that because I'll tell you there's a lot of people out there from a different time in my life mm. that might not think the same thing. And, but that's awesome, man. Talk about uh, affirmation. Mm. And I really appreciate you saying that and whoever sent it to you as well. And I was doing it without knowing. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, just yeah. being positive, trying to help, doing what you can. I think those, those you know, just letting people know that it's working, you know, I think that's a big thing for sure. And I think it's going to be, a, you know, a rough time when you when you leave. Like, you know, you've been supporting people from forever, you know. Mm. And even, you know, even with you being in your job, you're still not holding back from people coming up to you and like, you know, you're still talking to you like a normal person. Usually when people are in your job, yeah, they don't talk. They, it's like, they usually shun them out because, you know, you know how it is, you know, yeah. but I, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone comes to you still, you know, Crazy. or ask me like, Hey, where can I find them? Like, I can't find them, you know? So I, I really appreciate you. And, you know, look at this, like, look at me, like being a part of your show. I'm so happy. It's like, this is my, this is my one, number one thing. Like she'll tell you, I'm, He's you know, talking about it. And, you know, I've been, uh, even with the talk show, you know, like, just listening to it. I've been listening to it for years, years, years. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to be part of something like that. And, you know, I, this is my chance. This is my chance. Yeah. yeah. So I really appreciate you. And that's a huge Absolutely. Moment. I, uh, with you having to go pick up your kids, can't go into all the stories. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm today, sorry. today was really difficult. Yeah. Not the show. I mean, my day today. Mm. I, I had to sit down with the wife and ask her to come over and have some coffee and just Deep. let it out a little bit because yeah. it was just, it was, it was intense. It was just one of those days. And, uh, don't let the hard day uh, get to you. The well, only I'm thing that can that, get to you are the things that you let. Well, that's the whole thing. And that that's basically what the wife said too. But yeah. To, to have that positive energy from you and talking mm -hmm. about that. That's it's a really nice way to end the day. Yeah, of course, dude. Anytime, anytime I get to be a part of like, anytime I talk to you, you seem energetic and you seem generally concerned about what I'm talking about, like always in tune and focus. And that's why I was extremely um, happy that you uh, had this thing because I knew that you would be a great host and I've listened to it and I, <laughs> and I you know, actually do and you keep us on track you know you you've been keeping up to the time too which is amazing you know and, and I really appreciate that and I look forward to listening and I'm going to be an avid listener Thanks, for, show, for sure well, hopefully an avid uh, guest as well yeah uh, please I, I swear just give me everything <laughs> that I need I love Tony. We used to live right behind him. Uh, we used to live right next to him. So we, we, we were with Tony and Molly, you know. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, we love them. They're fantastic. And they're, they're, in there. And they're so nice. They're so nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just want to adopt Molly. Yeah. Uh, I wish. And I really hope they, you know, do have a kid in the future because I know they were talking about it for a while. So I really hope that you, they would make phenomenal parents. Yeah. Oh, on kids. Oh. Yes. I know. We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make it. You were talking about the struggles and the hard time and mm -hmm. having three under four, and I've I've lived that life. Yes, I had children really early, 
and with them all being teenagers mm-hmm. now, the stuff that oh, man. is so difficult now. Oh, man. Just know that commit it mm-hmm. to memory. Mm. That was me earlier trying to fill out kindergarten paperwork, okay? Yeah. This yeah. is me earlier filling out kindergarten paperwork because the thought of her going to school and how is she not my little baby anymore? How is she not my five-pound baby that came into this world screaming bloody you know, murder? And to make it a, honestly a positive spin, I am extremely excited to see what kind of people they are when they grow up. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think that, you know, for me, I kind of want them to grow up because, I you know, I want to see how our parenting you know, will benefit the world because I, you know, that's my biggest thing. I, I, you know, when I had, when, before I had my kids, I was work, work, work. I was work everywhere. I didn't leave work. Now I have my kids and that's all I care about. I I go home. That's all I care about. Just going home to get the kids. I mean, that's literally the, all I want to do in the world. And I'm excited to see them grow into the people that we mold them into. And I hope that they're, you know, healthy, happy, and you know, love the world, you know, and to kind of, you know, be a model citizen, which, you know, which is, you know, varies every now and then, you know, with the world that's changing. A part but, of society. But yes, I, you know, and I, I mean, I don't really find that, you know, I look at them every now and then, I, you know, it's like, where does time go? But at, this, at the same time, I'm just really excited to see how far we have come as parents, you know. Absolutely. And just commit it to memory and take all yes. the joy absolutely that you can out of it when they're banging on pots and pans yes don't We're stop hot. them you know as a hat and yep. you know it, it was a crack an egg like yes. what did that egg cost you exactly nothing but what, what, you know you naturally get upset when there's spilt milk or the the egg drops and that maybe it's an experiment or something else yeah. that makes uh a difference in their life later yeah is that like is that really big and i i think that's I think that's something that stuck with me when I was younger is that I did come from a household where if you spilled anything, you made a mess or anything. It was a big, huge deal. But I think that Corey and I have done a really good job not being like that. At least me. Not me. I'm OCD. <laughs> I have to have a great clean, clean, clean. So like but, if they knock over the cup or like they knock something over, I'm just like, okay. And thankfully their daycare is the same way. They're like, okay, we'll just clean it up. This yeah. is an opportunity to teach you how to clean. But yeah. I just want to encourage you, though, too, with the spill milk or the dropped egg, well, you know, before or when you're cleaning up, do you see how right now I'm envisioning, like, the milk going to one side? Like, do you see that it's doing this? This is why? Mm-hmm. Teaching moments that'll yeah. stay forever. Yes. Or do you see that yellow part mm-hmm. in the all the clear and talking to them about the egg prior to cleaning it up? Mm. Things that I wish I would have done for certain things and things I did do for others, but, you know. Use it as as a, a positive thing because us as parents and adults mm-hmm. being a huge impact on their life and much larger than them. You know, when you come in hot and angry, mm-hmm. being two to ten times their size and, yeah. you know, as they get older, it's, it's harder and harder. Mm-hmm. My sons all, all compete to see who's stronger all the time. Yeah. But... You know, there's there's just there's just different times, and if I can, that's that's one thing I'd put out there. I have had an unbelievably fun time 
Yes. Having you guys on. Thank you so much. I wish we had more time. I did not realize how fast an hour would go. It's so quick. A few hours. It's a minimum of an hour and a half most times. Yes, I know. And I'm like, you know, and and I listen to it. You know, it seems long, but then you listen to it and you get involved. You're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. But to be a part of it goes even faster. It's like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, but thank so, you. I really want to do this. Please come back. Me, I really appreciate you being here. Just please send me the link. I'm yes. so, so excited. You know? Hell yeah. Um, but hey, yeah. Well, we don't leave till the 7th, so. Yeah, we can. Well, I'm here too. Uh, just let me know. <laughs> but um, on that note, uh, thank you so much for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming back. Thanks for having me. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll be back again, Corey. Yes, 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 yes. Corey <laughs> says I have a voice for radio, so. Mm, I can edited voice. You are savage. But anyway, all the love and positivity, of course. And I hope you guys have an awesome time getting getting taking this PCS and making it. Am I ready? Yes, Brianna. Yes. And if you need anything, you know we're here. Of course. I know I can come to you for sure. So I'll see you guys next time. Yes. Sounds good. Excited. <laughs>